in this episode, we're going to talk about some micro habits that I'm going to take with me into 2024. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Overweighted Podcast, where we get real about the struggles of being obese and needing to lose a whole lot of weight. My name's Malika. I'm your host, weight loss mentor and coach. Join me on my personal weight loss journey to lose about 200 pounds. And as I share my very real experiences, plus some simple, successful and sustainable weight loss tips and mindset shifts so that we can mark lose weight off of our to do list for good. So I wanted to talk about some of the things that I'm going to start doing in 2024. And if you've ever listened to any episode, you know that I am really big on building healthy habits. And so that means that we take one habit and then we implement that. And once it really becomes routine and just something that we just normally do, then we work on the next habit. And so we build these healthy habits to create a healthy lifestyle. And that's what I like to teach to my coaching clients and to others that work with me. And so one of the things that I'm going to start doing is implementing micro habits. And so these are little tiny habits and things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that really help to establish those healthy habits that you're building. So really, if you take the habit that you want to do and then break it down into smaller steps, that's going to give you some of the micro habits. And so again, it's just really good for helping to establish a healthy lifestyle in a simple way so that you can lose weight and keep it off. And so here are 15 micro habits that I'm going to take with me into 2024 and use this list to maybe pull out some of the ones that you want to start doing or to um, have a jumping point to create some of your own micro habits. And just like with the regular habits, don't try to do them all at once. We don't do the all or nothing mentality over here. Really just focus on doing one at a time and still building these micro habits, just like we would build the regular healthy habits. All right, so number one, limiting liquid calories. And so this would be like your juices or for me, um, putting four tablespoons of creamer in my coffee. Yes, I put four tablespoons in of creamer in my coffee <laughs> um, and just really cutting out some of the liquid calories that we are consuming. And I work within a calorie deficit and that's generally what I recommend with my clients as well. And so by drinking our calories, that's less food that we're actually able to eat and that will help fill up our bellies. And so when we're drinking the calories instead of eating them, chances are we will be more hungry throughout the day um, and it doesn't give us the opportunity to eat the whole food instead, like for instance, with fruit versus fruit juices, which if we eat the whole fruit will help us to feel fuller. Um, And then also we get, of course, the fiber from the skin and things like that. So I'm really going to focus more on limiting and cutting back on the liquid calories that I'm consuming. And so that will allow me to be able to actually eat more um, and then also feel fuller longer because I'm not drinking my calories. I'm eating them. So that's the first thing. The other thing I'm going to focus on, and I really recommend this for everyone, is to eat one serving at a time. And this is something I kind of already do anyway. 
but eat one serving at a time. So whether you're actually measuring out your foods or you're using hand portions or just, you know, um, using a scale and reading the labels and knowing what a serving is, then take one serving of food and then you sit down and eat it. And then if you feel like you wanna get a second serving, you get back up and get that second serving. And that is really helpful with eating more mindfully and just slowing down your eating pace. So that way it gives your brain a chance to let you know that you're full and you can recognize that before eating more. And some of the times we are just uh, overeating because we're eating so much or we're not measuring it out and our brain doesn't have that time to let us know we're full and maybe we've already eaten two servings because that's what was initially on our plate before our brain said, hey, you're full. And so again, that just really helps to uh, cut down on the pace that you're eating so that you can slow down and recognize that signal and maybe eat less that way. So eating one serving at a time. The other thing is moving 15 minutes a day. So the recommendation is to get 30 minutes of movement in a day, at least five days a week. And the reason I'm saying 15 minutes is because if you're not even doing 15 minutes yet, then I don't want to recommend that you start doing 30. We need to start somewhere. Um, and it's a lot easier to commit to 15 minutes. If you're not even doing five minutes, then maybe your first commitment is five minutes a day, right? And so committing to moving 15 minutes a day to get started with building up to that point of getting to 30 minutes a day. And even with the 15 minutes, if you need to break that up into three five minute intervals, then you can do that as well to get that movement in. But moving 15 minutes a day. The next thing is trying one new activity a month. Um, I think a lot of the issue with trying to get movement in is that a lot of people think they have to go to the gym or they have to do these exercise boot camps or whatever, but really you just want to get up and move your body. And if you find some new activity to do, whether it's with your family or it's with your girls, whatever that is, then that's going to help you get out and get moving more. So looking for one new activity a month is something that I want to incorporate to one, have more fun and then also help me move my body more in those fun ways. The next thing is oil pulling. So if you don't know what oil pulling is, it's when you take some oil um, and you kind of swish it in your mouth. So like coconut oil, for instance, and, and this wouldn't be just regular any cooking oil, some uh, oil that's beneficial for your health, like coconut oil. So you take a, a teaspoon of it to start, for those that have been oil pulling a while, they may do a tablespoon, um, but you put it in your mouth and then you kind of pull it through your teeth. So kind of like you're sucking it <laughs> through your teeth. Um, and this is really good for oral hygiene and oral health for um, the bacteria uh, in your mouth and things that are maybe causing bad breath or causing cavities. Um, and this was something really that my holistic dentist recommended that I start doing a while back and I would do it off and on. But it's one of those things that I really want to commit to doing in this next year. Um, and it's something that I can do while I'm taking the dog out in the morning. I take him out every morning so I can uh, put some of the coconut oil in my mouth and, and pull it through my teeth uh, while I'm out with him. And also what I like to do is put a drop of clove oil in it because that's something that really supports um, oral hygiene and health as well. And so I like to put a drop of clove oil in it. Make sure whatever essential oil you're using is one that you can actually ingest and put in your mouth. 
um, not just one of the ones off the shelf that aren't recommended for that so definitely make sure you do that if you're going to add an essential oil but i really like to put clove oil in my coconut oil when i do the oil pulling so that's another thing the next one is reading one book a quarter i am really big on personal development absolutely read your bible every single day but also one of the things that's just going to help you grow as a person so the the Bible is helping you in all areas of your life, um, but also like personal development or self-development books are really good to help you on the soul level. And so they help with your mind, your will, your emotions, those things. And so re reading one book a quarter will help you in that area. I personally will probably read one book a month, but on average most adults don't read once they graduate from school or if they do read it's less than one book a year so we're going to start simple and say read one book a quarter so one book every three months that you are going to try to read for personal development or self-development purposes so this isn't like the fantasy novels or romance novels um, or any fiction i would really recommend that it's a non-fiction book if you are not reading at all, then go ahead and grab yourself some type of fiction, whatever's going to get you reading and get your brain working and moving <laughs> and going again. Um, you're really going to notice the difference when you start reading. So if you're not reading at all, by all means, go read um, some fiction books. But if you're already reading those types of books, then I would really recommend some nonfiction, like I said, uh, personal development, self-development, emotional intelligence book would be great, or maybe even um, an, a biography or an autobiography of someone that you admire would be really great to do that. So read one book a quarter. Another micro habit that I want to start doing next year is eating at least one raw veggie a day at least one whether it's salad or if i'm eating like carrots and hummus or something like that i want to make sure i'm eating at least one raw veggie a day it's so easy especially for someone who eats out regularly to not eat raw veggies on multiple days okay it doesn't mean i don't have any veggies but those veggies especially coming from a restaurant may have been in butter um, it's probably not just steamed in water or if they do steam it in water, then they may be adding butter after that. Uh, but chances are I'm not getting the vegetable in like its most nutritious state. So I want to make sure I'm eating at least one raw veggie a day. Um, for some of us, maybe we're only getting fried veggies like French fries every day, right? And so uh, we, I want to make sure that I'm eating at least one raw veggie a day. And that might be something you want to implement as well. The next micro habit that I want to establish next year is putting things back in place, putting things back in place. And this seems like this has absolutely nothing to do with weight loss. But what I mean is so like, for instance, my jacket is on my bed right now. But so when I take off my jacket, I would put it back in place, hang it on the hook, put it on a hanger, put it back in the closet. And so this is really just doing those simple micro things are going to help keep your environment more organized. And that really does have an impact on your weight, because when your environment's disorganized, it really messes with you mentally and emotionally. 
and then that can lead to stress it can lead to overeating and so that's why i think this would be really key to implement into 2024 so just putting things back in place it's going to help keep the home more organized and also like i said help mentally and emotionally so in turn that will help with our weight loss journeys Having a digital bedtime is something else I want to start doing in 2024. And so that means that I am going to turn off devices at a set time before I go to bed. Studies have shown over and over again how important it is for us to shut off electronics and devices um, at a time before we go to bed, whether it's at least an hour before we go to bed, two hours, whatever that is that we shut off the devices, the phones, the computers before we go to bed. We'll have a more peaceful, restful sleep when we do that. Um, and so again, because you're not waking up cranky, because you got a full restful night's sleep, you're not going to be as emotional the next day. And so that's going to help you on your weight loss journey so that you're not potentially overeating that next day. So having a digital bedtime is going to be something really key and just a really simple micro habit to implement for 2024. Having daily gratitude time is another thing. So whether you decide to do this in the morning or in the evening, having a time where you sit down and write out three things that you're grateful for. Again, this is really key for mental and emotional health um, because it's going to get your brain in that positive state. And also what's going to happen is that as you continue to do this habit, your brain is going to start looking for positive things to be grateful for just throughout the day naturally. So you'll see that starting to develop as you implement this micro habit. So like I said, you can do this in the morning or you can do it in the evening, whatever works out best for you. But take some time and write down three things that you're grateful for through that happened throughout that day. Having an accountability partner. So as a coach, I am an accountability partner for others. And it's important for me on my personal weight loss journey to have someone holding me accountable as well. So for you, it might not be a coach necessarily. It could just be a friend, but make sure it's a friend that's not going to let you sit in your excuses for long. Um, I've had friends before where I've had tried to have them hold me accountable, but they don't want to do the thing either. So they end up saying, ah, we don't have to do it. <laughs> You know, so those are not the ones you want holding you accountable. You want the ones that are going to be checking in with you. Hey, did you do what you said you were going to do today? And this can actually work for you in, in any area of your life, not just your weight loss journey. But you do want to make sure someone that's actually going to check in with you and someone that's really not going to take your excuses. Yes, give yourself grace, but that they can help push you forward. And what really helps is to have someone that has already done that thing that you're trying to do. So whatever that is for you. Um, and one of the things I am doing, I have the weight loss like a boss workshop coming up soon. And that's just a great way for me to hold you accountable as your coach. Um, I'm going to have the challenge opening up as well. So during that workshop, we are really going to be mapping out a plan to get you step by step from where you are to where you want to go. And one of those things that will be really key as I'm talking about accountability here is that if you join us for the challenge, then you have me and some other ladies that will be there to support you and encourage you during the time that you're in the challenge. And also you're going to be equipped with tools 
to help with negative self-talk and limiting beliefs or things that may have stopped you in the past so that you can continue to move forward after the challenge and be consistent and follow through with your plan until you hit your weight loss goal. So make sure to check the show notes for the link so that you can jump on that wait list for information and grab one of the limited spots when they open. All right. So the next thing is celebrating victories. I have not been great about celebrating the things that I do, whether it's writing the book or holding the uh, Kingdom Women's Virtual Health Summit. So I have not celebrated well, and I want to get really good at that next year. And it doesn't mean that I have to celebrate and do things that cost money, but just taking some time to acknowledge like, hey, I did that. And that's awesome. Um, Again, that's going to help my brain look for more of those positive things to celebrate and also help me to want to keep continuing to move forward and recognize how far I've come. So I've got to get much better about celebrating. So that is one of the things I'm going to implement next year is celebrating every victory. The next is having positive affirmations. And I did kind of just mention this with the weight loss like a boss workshop that's coming up, but it's really important to really speak to that future self and the person that you are becoming and helping you to currently be that person now as you're moving forward on your journey. And so I love to speak affirmations over myself, especially ones that are backed by God's truth and his word. And that's going to help with combating the lies that the enemy is trying to tell you or that you may be trying to tell yourself to get you to quit on your weight loss journey. And so writing out some affirmations and reading those to yourself Uh, twice a day would be key is really going to help you to continue to move forward on your weight loss journey. So that's a great micro habit to implement for 2024. Another is to have your no motivation plan. So let's be honest, there are going to be times when you are not motivated to do anything on your weight loss journey, whether it's because of stress or you're just, you know, not feeling well. And by the way, if you're sick, yes, rest. This is not for those times. But if you are just, you know, just feeling kind of in the dumps and down and you're just not really wanting to do the things or you get bored and you're tired of it, whatever that is, you need to have a no motivation plan established. So that's going to be the plan where when I don't feel like doing anything, this is the absolute bare minimum that I'm going to do to at least take one step forward in my weight loss journey. So for you, if that's just filling up your water bottle and all you did that day was drink all of your water for the day, then that's a win and that's still moving you forward. So have a no motivation plan in place for 2024. And the last thing that I want to make sure I'm doing for my micro habits for 2024 is having a set regular bedtime. So again, we talked about this a little bit before, but having adequate sleep and rest is so important for our stress levels and our hormone levels and making sure that we're waking up refreshed. We're not waking up cranky and stressed. And then that potentially could lead to overeating or just not making the best food choices throughout the day. So having that set regular bedtime is going to be key for 2024. 
So that was my 15 micro habits that I am going to implement throughout 2024. So pull from that list and maybe there were ones that really stood out for you that you want to start doing in 2024 as well and come up with your own list of really tiny habits or micro habits that you want to implement next year. And again, just like I tell you with regular habits, just do them one at a time. You don't need to try to do them all at once. We don't want to have an all or nothing mentality. And so just implement one. Once that's established for you, then go to the next one on your list and you can implement these all throughout 2024. And I hope I have the opportunity to work with you in the weight loss like a boss workshop or the challenge that'll be coming up. Again, check the show notes for the link there so you can jump on the wait list and you have an amazing day. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. If you got any value out of this or something really resonated with you, can you do me a favor and leave a review? It helps others find the show so that it could help them too. Also, I'd love to connect with you on other platforms. I'm Malika Burley on IG and YouTube. And go grab my free workshop at malaykaburley.com. Of course, all of those links are in the show notes. Thanks again and have a blessed day.